Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Good day, everyone, and welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm Pastor Stephen Hockey. What we are going to be speaking on this morning is continuing our series on having the faith to stand. There is a lot that has been going on in South Africa, not just South Africa, but around the world. In the last couple of weeks, it has been intense. But what we should know, what we do know, is that we should have the faith to be able to stand in the times we are living in, not to fall to the left or to the right, but to continue to serve the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, with everything that we have inside of us, not when as soon as the little bump in the road comes, or uh, even if a big bump in the road comes, that we just quickly say, no, I'm, I'm done with this. I don't, I don't want any of this Christianity. I don't want any of this stuff. No, we are supposed to have the faith to be able to stand through any, any circumstance, any problem, any situation in our lives. doesn't matter how uh, drastic or how bad it might get, we are to stand firm on our faith and run this race and endure till the very end. I want to open this day in prayer and I hope you guys are blessed uh, by this uh, teaching this morning. So Father, we just welcome you into the studio this morning and we thank you, Lord, that all the people watching from across the world will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that this morning as the word of God is given, let faith rise up in us, Lord, in all of us, Father. Give us the boldness and the courage to continue to fight, to continue to keep persevering and running this race for you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. So thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. And we welcome you into today's session in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you can open your Bibles in 1 Corinthians 16, and we'll read from verse 13 and 14, it says this. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 and 14. Watch. Stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong, let all that you do be done with love. I'm going to read that again. It says, watch, stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong, let all that you be, do be done with love. I love that. We are to be watchful. We are to stand fast, stand firm in our faith, be brave, be strong until this race has been won. Now, I've, I just quickly want to do a recap of what we've been speaking about over the last couple of weeks, and is how are we to have this faith? How can we have the faith to continue to stand and walk in and be brave? Well, number one, you have to be willing to go the distance. You have to make the conscious decision now already to follow Jesus with all of your heart. If you are going to run this race or walk, uh, you know, this way and you think, well, maybe, you know, in a couple of years I can just you know, let's go off the road a little bit, or I've got plans that uh, I'll only start following Jesus in a couple of years. Uh, I still want to enjoy life right now. Well, you're going to miss it because you have to be willing now already and make the conscious decision to follow Jesus with all of your heart. Point number two was that you need to know what you're standing for and what you're standing on, that we are to have a revelation of Jesus. And what what happened to Peter? Uh, You know, he said, Jesus, you are the the son of the living God. And, and uh, Jesus said to Peter that on this revelation, on this, uh, Peter, I will build my church. And that is what happened. When we have a revelation of who who Jesus is, then we need to understand that we will not be able to fall. Like a man that builds his house on a rock, we will not sink, our house will not crumble because we have built our house, our foundation 
on the word of God, which is Jesus. And then number three, we were speaking that you have to be prepared for spiritual warfare. Put on the armor of God. Clothe yourself with the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. Put on the belt of truth, the shoes for the readiness of the gospel of peace. Take up the shield of faith and the two-edged sword of the Lord. When we can clothe ourselves and be ready for spiritual warfare and understanding that the enemy will come, he is going to try and attack you. That's just, uh, you know, common sense. John 10, 10 says, For the thief did not come except to kill to steal and to destroy. But Jesus Christ, he came so that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. So what do we say? Okay, so when we know this, in knowledge of that, we have to be ready to fight no matter what comes our way. Be ready because spiritual warfare is a part of our everyday Christian world. You cannot live life if you're a Christian and think you're going to get through life not doing any spiritual warfare. No, I'm sorry. There you have to get ready because the Lord is there and you, you need to fight. He's fighting for you and so we can win the victory. We can just look at David. I mean, David took on Goliath. Everyone has their Goliath to take on. Everyone has their giants to face. So there will be spiritual warfare in your life. Point number four, and this is where we're getting into it today, is don't be afraid. Yes, we can see there's a lot of things going on around us. And the, the challenge is for us not to fall in fear, but for us to walk in faith so that the enemy doesn't get us, that the enemy doesn't attack us, that the enemy doesn't win this fight. So we are to stand up boldly and courageously against the enemy and understand that we are called not to fear. Uh, I, I have a couple scriptures here, but let's look at Joshua 1 verse 9, one of my favorites in the scripture. Joshua 1 verse 9 says, have I not commanded you? And I love this because the Lord commands you. This is not the Lord asking you. The Lord has commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now we know what happened in South Africa, the, the riots, the looting, the craziness, the food shortage, the fuel shortage. Everything seems, you know, so chaotic and crazy crazy that the first thing we want to do is we let fear into our hearts. The second thing we do is we fall and we become dismayed by our surroundings and we don't stand on the faith and what we, you know, what, what we believe in the word of God. So we, our faith is determined then by what we see. And that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be opposite. I'm believing the Lord, my Savior, my provider, Jehovah Jireh. He will provide for me no matter what happens around me. For the Lord has commanded me, Stephen Oki has commanded you, that you are to be strong, that you are to be of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Second Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Praise the Lord. The Lord does not give fear. He does not cast fear upon us. But what does he do? He says that he gave us power. He gave us love and he gave us a sound mind. So whatever the turmoil is, whatever the struggle is that you're facing right now in your life, understand that the Lord has given you the power to rise above that situation. He has imparted the love you need uh, in order to to infect 
people around you with his love and compassion to walk this race and then also a sound mind to give you peace and to give you understanding and knowledge in this time and wisdom so that you can walk and run this race without falling, without failing, but to continue following Jesus with all of your heart in a state where I'm not letting fear override my life, but I'm letting faith take control and I'm standing on the word, I'm standing on truth, I'm standing on Jesus Christ and I'm going to complete this race successfully. Amen. Nehemiah uh, 4 verse 14 says this, And I looked and arose and said to the nobles, to the leaders and the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord great and awesome and fight for you, brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. The Lord said, do not be afraid for the Lord awesome and great. He is fighting your battles for you, for for everyone in your family, your whole household. He is fighting this battle. So what, what did we do when all the chaos started happening, when all the riots started? We fell on our knees first because we understand that the moment we pray the moment we intercede we give it over to the lord and it was in a couple of days then the whole thing calmed down and everything became more relaxed why because we trust in the lord we put the burden on him what did the word say the word says to cast your burdens on him we casted this huge burden on the lord and he traded in it traded it in for power love and a sound mind and that is what he gave us in this time so that we do not have to fear the lord is my provider we saw people queued up for hours to get food you know that the lord if you know if everything goes so bad the lord will make sure that even ravens will feed you the same as he fed elijah the lord is your provider jehovah jireh and he will take care of you no matter your circumstance if you believe it or not he takes care of those who love him of those who choose him he will take care of you amen and then I want to look at, you know, fear cripples. Fear brings us down. So if we do not walk in faith and we let faith overtake us, we can go look at the life of, uh, of uh, uh, King Saul. When he was faced with Goliath, he had the entire Israeli army with him. But what happened? Let's look. First Samuel 17, verse 10 and 11 says this, And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Now we know Goliath is defying the armies of Israel. We know, we hear it today, a lot of things going on is defying the armies of Israel, defying the church, defying the people of God. And what are we to do? We are to stand up like David stood up. But look what happened. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. The moment we let fear hit our hearts, we become spiritually crippled in the presence of the Lord. That is not a place we want to be because we know King Saul and the whole of Israel, they stood for over a month listening to Goliath bash uh, the Israelites with words and uh, curse God. And all it took was one courageous soul, David. He came in and we know what happened. Uh, David was just uh, bringing some food to his brothers who were in the army. He was still too young to be in the army. And the next moment, what happened? He heard this Goliath defy the armies of God and Israel. And he said, who is this uncircumcised uh, uh, Philistine? And he just said, no, done with this. And the 13 year old, or however old he was, many scholars believed he was 13. Some believe he was 17. He went out and he 
killed Goliath with a stone. That's all you need, a sling and a stone to take down a giant. If we can understand that if we are more courageous, there was a young boy, David, who had more faith than the king of Israel and all of Israel put together, but it's one person. All it takes is one person who believes and has the faith to stand that can cause a multitude to follow Jesus, and that's what we need. We need people to rise up in this time, to be bold, to be the shining light, to be the guiding light for the people of this world. So those who are crippled by fear, that they will step out of that state of paralysis, that they will step out of that state of not being able to move, to continue to persevere, to push through, and to endure this race till the very end in the mighty name of Jesus. We even saw that with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were faced with the fiery furnace. It did not matter if they knew that the Lord would save them from the fiery furnace or if He didn't. All they knew is that they would not turn their backs against God, even if He helps or even if He doesn't help. He will not waver. He will not change his view. He will continue to fight this fight till the, or they will continue to fight the fight till the end. Point number five, we are to submit to God. When we submit to God, it is easier to have the faith to stand than when we want to go our own way. The moment we go our own way, we go off track and we're going to lose sight of what is important. James 4 verse 7 and 8 says this, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Praise the Lord. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Praise the Lord. So therefore, submit. There's the the key. You have to submit to God first. When we learn to submit to God and then resist the devil, we will have victory. Second Chronicles 7 verse 14 says this, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. Oh, I love that. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their lands. And this is the key, I believe, for South Africa to stand up and rise above the problems of this world is if we, the people, will humble ourselves before God, if we will pray and seek His face and turn from our wicked ways, then we will hear from heaven and then the Lord will forgive our sins and He will heal our lands. Praise the Lord. So what do we need to do? How do we get to the place of submission before the Lord? Well, it's simple. We need to, number one, start praying. How long, when last did you get on your knees? Not even get on your knees. When last did you go into a quiet room and spend some time with the Lord? When last did you just pray and call out to the Father where you just gave your problems to Him? When you said, Lord, I can't do this on my own, but I need you. When last did we say, Lord, we give it over to you that I I know, Lord, I've done everything I can, but now I'm going to start trusting in you. Now I'm going to start walking this road where I'm going to not just rely on myself because that's what happens. We fall in this place where we try and stand on our faith, but we're not actually standing on faith. What we're doing is we're standing and trying to do this thing alone when the Lord said, no, you don't have to do this alone. What I need from you is to get to your place of prayer and give it over to me so that I can do and fight this fight for you. Praise the Lord. We are to, number two, read our Bibles how many people don't even read their Bibles anymore? We are to gain greater knowledge 
on the Word. So when things come up in our lives, that the Spirit will bring to remembrance the verses that we have studied for every situation. For example, if things are going bad in my life financially, I know I can call upon Philippians 4 verse 19 that says, My God shall supply all of my needs according to His riches in glory through Christ Jesus. I do not need to be afraid according to Joshua 1 verse 9. For the Lord has commanded me, do not be afraid nor dismayed. For the Lord your God, you know, He is with you wherever you go. So we need to gain knowledge on the Scripture so that we can continue to walk this walk in faith and not let fear override us or let fear push us over because that's what we're speaking about. Having the faith to stand, having the faith to continue running this race till the very end, praise the Lord. We are to also praise and worship. This is very important. So many people go through depression. So many people go through the state where they are in the place of always feeling negative. They are filling their spirits with all the stuff of the world when, when we have to praise and worship the Lord. The moment we step into a state of praise and worship, what we are doing is we are getting rid of burdens. We are getting rid of problems of this world. The cloud of heaviness is broken over us. And what we should do is then we start worshiping the Lord, start praising the Lord, start loving the Lord, and He will give you joy. He will give you peace like never before, and He's going to turn your sorrow into joy. He's going to turn your mourning into dancing the moment we start praising and worshiping Him. Praise the Lord. Number four, and this is crucial, we as the body of Christ have to go to church again. This is the reason why so many things have gone wrong in this nation. Lord, Lawlessness abounded when the church of Jesus Christ was closed down. What are we to do? Come on, I need you guys that have bold pastors that are opening their churches to get back to church. Support them. Walk with them. Encourage them. Lift them up. Hold up their, hold up their hands You know, in times of battle because your pastor needs you more than ever before. If you do neglect the church in this time, we will see that lawlessness will continue to abound in this nation. But if the church of Jesus Christ will rise up, if the doors of the church will open, open again and people will go to church again, we will see lawlessness destroyed and we'll see righteousness restored to the nation of South Africa. I believe that with all my heart and I need you guys to believe that with me and I need you guys to stand up and be strong in your faith that you will go to church again, that you will worship the Lord your God, that you will pray, that you will read your word and that you will serve Him with everything that is inside of you. Praise the Lord. Number six, the last point that I want to speak on today, and then we'll conclude this series of faith, having the faith to stand, and it is this. Remember that you are never alone. Remember that He walks with you always. The Lord our God sees us. The Lord our God walks with us in every direction. He is always there. If I go through a dip in my life, He's there. If I go through the highs in my life, He's there. The Lord is always with you no matter where you go. If that doesn't encourage you, I don't know what can. You know, Psalms 23 verse 4 
to 6 says this, and I know a lot of you love this scripture, and I, I do too. It says this, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise the Lord. So though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We are to fear no evil. Why? Because when I walk through the valley, it's just a, it's a short time because I'm walking through it. I'm not staying in the valley of death. The Lord walks with me and He guides me through the valley of death and He leads me to a place where the, my cup runs over with oil and where goodness and mercy shall follow me all of the days of my life. You guys watching from all over the world, tune in right now know this that your valley of death is only but a season but your days flowing with oil flowing with milk and honey with with goodness and mercy is lying ahead uh, before you all we should do is we should learn to stand up on our faith we are to believe that the lord our god wants to bless us that he is with us everywhere we go the moment we can do that we will step into new heights and the lord will bless us in ways that we never even thought possible why because in the darkest times we had the courage to stand for our faith we had the courage to walk this walk and not fall to the left or to the right, but to continue to follow Jesus with everything inside of us. Too many Christians these days, what happens is they don't have the faith to stand. Because the moment something happens in their life, they're like, oh, no, this, you know, this stuff doesn't work. Christianity doesn't work. God doesn't work. The moment something bad happens, they turn their backs on God. But God will never turn his back on us. He'll continue to pursue that person. But the problem is, have we become so uh, weak that we, as soon as something wrong, goes, you know, something wrong happens in our lives, that we just give up, that we just surrender? Have we become such a lazy people that whenever anything goes wrong, we just want to uh, throw in the towel and give up? Has life knocked you so hard that you, will, you, you don't see any way out? I need to encourage you today that you can and you have to fight this fight. You have to continue to pursue the Lord with all of your heart and all of your soul. You cannot, but you, you know it's going to cost you way more in life if you're going to try and do this by yourself than surrendering to God and let Him fight the battles for you. Too many of us have, have fallen into that lie where we want to do it ourselves because we, we think that the Lord can't help us. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that the Lord is greater than all of your problems, all of your failures, all of your sins. He is greater than any circumstance you might be facing right now. And He wants to help you and get you through these problems in your life. I want to pray for you today. And I want to pray the blessing of the Lord upon you. And that, that even though you might have felt that you have fallen down, that the Lord will pick you up again, that He will carry you through this time in the mighty name of Jesus. So there we are. Lift your hands to the Lord as I pray for you today. 
Father, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that you have commanded us not to be afraid. Lord, that you walk with us anywhere we go, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Lord, you are there beside us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you have given us the courage, Lord, that you have given us the ability to stand on our faith, Lord, that we, we submit to you, Lord. If we resist the devil, Lord, that he will flee in seven directions, Father. And I believe right now, Father, as I pray for all the people watching, Lord, that you will give them courage, give them back their boldness, Lord. If there was any uh, uh, you know, discouragement in the past, Lord, lift them beyond that, Father, in the name of Jesus. For those, Lord, in this time that are struggling financially, Lord, I pray that you bless them in all areas of their lives, Father, in their businesses, in their ministries, in their families. Lord, let them thrive in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you open up the windows of heaven, that you start pouring out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. For those, Lord, that have surrendered, Lord, that have given over to fear, we bind the spirit of fear right now in the mighty name of Jesus over every viewer watching, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, that you will come, that you will release upon them love, power and a sound mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we will not, like King Saul and the, the army of Israel, we will not be crippled by fear, by the giants in our lives, but Lord, that you will cause us to rise up to the situation, that you will cause us to rise up, to trust in you, to walk this walk with you in the mighty name of Jesus. So to all of our viewers watching, Lord, bless them in abundance. Bless them, Lord, in the work that they do for, for you, Father, in their marriages, Lord, in their relationships with you, Father, also in their businesses, Lord, in every area of their lives. May they be blessed beyond measure. May they be blessed and loved, Lord, like never before in the mighty name of Jesus. When the world comes and wants to throw agendas at us, Father, when the world comes and wants to uh, try to push us off of the path we are walking on, Lord, I pray that you give us the ability, the faith to stand to help us to stand firm in the ground that we are standing in, that we will not change our position, we will not change our belief, we will not change our viewpoint, we will not change the truth of the Word of God, but that we will stand strong no matter what we face in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and that every person watching will rise up, they will stand strong, and that they will not let the enemy overtake them in the name of of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you agree with that prayer, I want you guys to just celebrate there where you are. Lift up your voices and, uh, you know, uh, you guys can follow us. Yelling Ministries International. You can follow us on YouTube as well. Uh, HMI TV is what you need to search and you'll be able to get to Get to our channel. We are live from Sunday evenings through to Wednesday evenings um, on Facebook and YouTube as well as TikTok. And uh, we, we love you guys and we pray that you are tremendously blessed in the work that you do for the Lord. Remember, we are also on Telegram. You can join our Telegram by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. Scroll down on the homepage and you'll see there's a button to join our Telegram group where you'll be notified every time we go live on multiple platforms as well as when 
when we release latest podcasts and all these wonderful things. So please join us on Telegram and then you can be connected with HMI, Healing Ministries International, with myself, Pastor Stephen Hockey, and then with my dad, um, Pastor Dion Hockey. And we'd love to minister to all of you. Have a blessed week and we'll catch you again next week here on Faith TV. We love you guys. Be blessed in everything that you do. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.